You're listening to a Skewed Orbit original podcast. Hey friends, welcome back to Highly Unlikely. I'm your host, Alex Getlin, and this is the show where I get my friends high and teach them about a subject that is so bizarre. It seems highly unlikely, but it is 100% true. Now my guest today is a hilarious comedian and podcaster, Mike Ishak. He's got a great podcast called Public Yemeni. You can check it out. And if you want to follow him, go to MikeFromDetroit.com. You can see all of his stuff over there. In this episode, we're going to learn about North Korea. supposed to hate them for some reason well i'm gonna we're, we're gonna get in north korea in a minute oh but real quick to start so uh i ask everybody at the top yeah what their sort of weed affiliation is some people do a lot some do a, a little now i'll let the listeners know um you don't know this from just listening but if you're watching the videos um normally we don't wear headphones everybody else we've just done no headphones for whatever reason but mike was like dude i cannot be in the podcast space unless we're wearing headphones so it's nice yeah, I'm not against it. It's just it's more intimate. You're the first one who's like, we got to have the phones. Yeah. Dude. Otherwise, we'd be in this echoey room. Sure. And then it's just. We're more connected now. Yeah, bro. You're in my soul right now. I feel it. You know. But weed wise, are you a regular weed consumer? Yeah, yeah. Man, too much. I did half of Sober October with no weed. And then. And, uh, and it was good. It was nice to take 14 days off to reset to know that um, yeah. I'm not addicted. But it's good. But yeah. But I but I probably shouldn't do it when I'm trying to do taxes and shit. Yeah, that's not a good look. Like, well, some people can. Some people I'm I'm a very much like anything really important unless it's like this. Yeah. I like this I can be a little high. Sure, sure. This is different. But if it's if it's work that's not fun, I can't do it. Exactly. So like if yeah. there's left brain stuff to do. Right. Like in stand up there's writing, sure, but then there's the calling the bookers, following up with emails, yeah, yeah, yeah. that no, type no, no, of no. stuff. I can't do For that sure, stoned. Dude. Yeah, of course. I wish I was stoned. Yeah. But if I got stoned, <laughs> I would just end up writing instead of doing that. Yeah. Which yeah. is also there's skill in that too. What? Yeah. Being able to use your creativity when you're high to come up with you know writing for comedy. I love it. Because some people can't. Some people get too high and they're like, ah, oh, I can't do it. Sometimes I get too high where I fuck up my day. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have that. Not in a very long time. I have a kid, so now I have to really be like responsible with like yeah. when I get high. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're only smoking a pound a day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. No, I very, <laughs> I, I, I say I have like the suburb dad weed habit now, where basically I only get high. Yeah. When my son is asleep. Yeah. And my wife is like, I'll be in charge tonight. You can get high. like in Damn. case if there's an emergency, then yeah, she's like, bro. I'll deal with it. You know. Now you know why I don't have kids. <laughs> I will say, I will say, I feel like I only have one. Yeah. I, have, I have one on the way, so we have another coming. Oh wow! Yeah. Congrats, bro. Thanks, dude. Nice. Yeah, yeah two boys. Um, That's good, man. How many yeah. years apart are they going to be? Less than two. That's perfect. Yeah, you did it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job. Um, but I, you know, now having children, um. People are like, oh, I don't know. I've thought about it. Maybe I should. Maybe I shouldn't. I have the the simplest, foolproof way to know if you should or should not have kids. If you feel in your gut, if you mm. just stop and really think about it, don't worry about can I afford it? Is it time? Just all of that. Get it out of your head. Just think it the truest form in your gut. If you think you want to have kids, you should have kids. And if you feel like you probably don't, you shouldn't. 
because everything else is bullshit. It'll you can run circles in your head trying to decide if it's time. Man, it's I not. keep hearing it is what like you know life is all about experiences, right? And yeah. you know I I keep hearing like that is the one experience that's indescribable. Yeah. Everyone's like you have to have a kid for you to really know. It's true, and I yeah. think I think I can know. Yeah, you know because I like to dabble in walking a mile in other people's shoes. Sure. Right. And even when I think forward to having like a kid, if I had a kid with the woman that I respected and I yep. really wanted to build a life with. Right. I could see myself really enjoying that. Yeah. I will preface by saying, like, I'm very happy that my wife, who I love more than anyone other than my children, is who's the mother of my kids. If sure. I had a kid with some crazy bitch. Sure. It would be it would be the it would be hell. It Bro, would. Yeah. What you have is beautiful. Yeah. Thanks. That's dude. good. Uh, yeah, thanks, man. This is not normally how we start the pie, but it's good to get, you know, Whatever, bro, I'm high. I'm in my feels, <laughs> man. I'm in my feels. Um, but let's jump into the uh, topic of the episode. Okay? okay. So what do you know about North Korea? That we're supposed to hate them. <laughs> yeah. But you don't know why. I mean, um, well, listen, from what we gather, he is a brutal dictator. Kim Jong-un. Yeah, that yeah. entire family. Yeah, the Kim family. Right, yeah. the whole Kim family. We talk a lot about them. Yeah. Right, and we've heard stories of of people that come from there. These horror stories. Yeah. Now, are these people being a hundred percent honest, or are we being fed bullshit? Is it another one of those things where we think it's one thing, like they had weapons of mass destruction, and then right. later we find out. Actually, no. Of course. And they're like, those people are oppressed. And we go over there, and they're flossing and having sex in the streets. I don't know. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, just as on that note, what's so funny. So I did an episode with Mateen Stewart. Oh, I love Mateen. Yeah, he's hilarious, Shout out dude. to Mateen. And we did the ancient Aztecs. And there was one story that the Spanish told where over a four-day period, they had uh, human sacrifices. It was like 80,400 human sacrifices in four days, which if you did the math on that, that would have meant that they sacrifice 14 people a minute for 96 hours straight uninterrupted. So it's like, okay, the Spanish were lying, obviously, because they wanted to make it seem like, oh, these barbarians, we went in and conquered them. Sure. Because we're the rightful, you know what I mean? So sure. just on that note of like, yeah, that's how it went. Sure. They did for sure sacrifice people, but it was just really exaggerated of by course, the Spanish. Of uh, course, who, who doesn't embellish? Yeah, well, us and the North Koreans definitely do. But let us let me get into some history about how the country came to be, okay. set some context that we can jump into like how crazy it is today. Okay. Um, so they officially refer to themselves as the Democratic People's Republic of Korea. To them, there is no North Korea, South Korea. It's all Korea to them. And um, yeah, <laughs> you're like, okay, I see what's, what's going on here. Yeah, of course, right away, man. It's like, okay, um, bad news. Now, to go back um, for uh, hundreds of years, since the 6th century, Korea was one unified country. And actually, you know, things were going okay there. Then in 1910... Japan showed up and they were like, hey, this is ours now and just took control. And Japan was in control until 1945 when World War II ended. And then Korea was like, great, we're independent again. Except the USSR and America was like, yeah, that's cool. But like, we're going to stay here and run shit, which they did not want at all. But as you know, wars tend to go. Whoever wins tends to like keep people. We actually still have about 28,000 uh, soldiers in South Korea right now. But basically 28,000. Yep. U.S. Damn. soldiers in South Korea. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's a lot. Yeah. You were in the service, right? Yeah. You were in the ISIS Marines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like, one of my jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, how long were you a Marine? Four years. I did four and, and that was it. The, the minimum requirement. You go overseas? I did go overseas and I didn't see no war. Yeah. What I, did you do? Mostly? I was in during the Clinton administration. Mm. I always said he was dropping. He wasn't dropping bombs. He was dropping loads. <laughs> 
that guy was too busy getting his dick wet and trying to get Palestinians to be okay with Israel. Yeah, <laughs> we're, you're right. Uh, it did not work out that way. No, it did not work yeah. out. Um, but he did get his dick wet. <laughs> where were you stationed? Camp Lejeune. I don't even know. Where, I have no idea. Where that's that in North Carolina. Jacksonville. Jacksonville, North yeah. Carolina is the city that's outside of the. But the you weren't base. stationed anywhere overseas. Uh, temporarily. Yeah. Where'd you go? Spain. I was temporarily oh, okay. in Spain. That was good. We weren't we weren't allowed to get off the base because we were there for only one month to fix this shit. Oh, okay. So right? you were like barely overseas. Uh, but it didn't matter, man. I met these two motherfuckers that because they, what they did was is they took people from certain MOSs yeah. from different battalions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then made one platoon of these yeah. people that were experts in their field and then took them to go to the ship that had the vehicles or the technology that we knew how to work on Interesting. and move from one ship to another. Okay. It was one of those type of details, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy who ran it was this guy who was up for general. Oh, wow. So he was like... He's locked. He said, you guys are not leaving the base. And we're like, we're yeah. in Spain, bitch. The fuck are you talking right. about? And he was like, you're not and fucking this up for me. I'm one of those people, man. I'm from Detroit, man. I was. I mean, yeah. I joined the Marines to get away from my dad. I wasn't going to yeah. be like, let the Marine Corps play my dad again. Of course. So we found a guy on base who was leaving overseas, and he let us borrow his car that had no brakes. <laughs> he had no brakes? There's no brakes. What did, how did you stop? How did you slow down? You, stop about, you, you anticipate stopping about three or four blocks away. <laughs> That's wild. That seems like a terrible way to it get around. It was dangerous. You know how many red lights we blew and just prayed yeah. that no other car would hit us? Like, it didn't have kind of brakes. You're saying literally zero brakes. Bro, they, it was, I was a mechanic. Yeah. Right? It had, what happens if you hit, like, a hell? It had the mechanism that okay. comes and grabs the, the rotor, yeah. right? But typically, they uh, uh, brake pads have pads on okay. them, right? Yeah. Well, the pads are completely gone now. So now it's just the metal that the holds the thing so the pads are there. That's the thing. So it's just metal grinding on metal. Yeah. So we're just like basically eating through the rotors while we're driving this thing. And yeah. uh, I got to see Spain, bro. Well, that's cool. Fuck yeah. I got no sleep. Uh, yeah, as I could have imagined. Because we have to sneak, right. we have to sneak back on base before like 530 in the morning. Right. Sneak right. back on ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the guys that were like running the ship and stuff, they knew what we were doing. They didn't give a shit. Yeah, it was great. They were like, do whatever. Yeah. Okay, so North Korea. So USSR controls the North. America controls the South. Korean War breaks out. And for three years, it's like brutal fighting. And it was really a proxy war between the USSR and America. Like the Koreans, they fought each other. But they would not have been fighting each other if it wasn't for the USSR and the United States as these things tend to go. So wait a minute, did the United States hold the North and then the, is it, was it like that or they were just both there? No. So after World War II, Russia or what is today Russia, USSR took control of the North and the United States took control of the South. And mm. so they actually, it's known as the 38th parallel. Yes. And they just, you've heard of this. Yes. Yeah. And these two, what's interesting is like the USSR and America basically agreed like, hey, we're going to split the country in half. Sure. And the Koreans were like, what? You didn't even ask us what we want. And they do that all the time. Of course. That's dude. why we have Iraq. Yeah. Iraq's right. supposed to be three countries. Yeah. But instead, the, uh, the, 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 the English, yep. who were very good at, at building their empire and said, yep. we need to get out of here. But how do we still have access to the oil? Oh, we know. Let's draw yep. a border around three groups who hate each other. Yes. And they're, they're going to fight over who's going to run the country. Right. And we still have the oil. Yeah. What's crazy is that. OK, so actually in North Korea, it wasn't that they like loved communism as much, but the people who took power were like very loyal to Stalin. And um, mm -hmm. sure, we'll, we'll get into that more in a sure, second. Sure, sure, sure. But basically, North Korean War, brutal um, three-year war. Wow. 
85% of the infrastructure in North Korea was destroyed during the Korean War. Wow. And it was destroyed by the Americans because our Air yeah. Force just fucked them up. And did the, the Soviets fight with that or no? The Soviets gave them weapons. That's it? Yeah. But did Americans fight the actual so or did we just give them weapons? No, we were over there. We were there fighting? Yes. Damn. Um, look, Google the nuances of the Korean War if you want to know more. Um, this is like, mostly it's about today's country. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But either way, um, it really set up North Korea to hate America because we destroyed their country. Like really, 85% of the infrastructure was destroyed then. Mm. Um, but uh, the USSR was basically propping up uh, North Korea until they collapsed in the 90s. And when the USSR collapsed, all that support to North Korea really went away. And it's been kind of a, tailspin into getting worse and worse there since then in terms of like famine and lack of electricity and things like that but we'll get to that in a minute so uh after three years of fighting um they drew the border you know the 38th parallel and they settled that was sorry they, th they drew the 38th parallel three years of fighting they ended and it ended up being that the border stayed like their original spot where they drew that border after three years of that's what they agreed to. Yeah. They just ended up like because the north tried to take the whole country. The south pushed back. Millions of people died. And after all of that, they just ended up with the same, basically the same border anyway. But with the whole country being fucked up. After sure. That. Sure. Uh, it's a four mile uh, thick demilitarized zone um, that basically it's a no man's land. You know, so if you've ever seen videos, you can Google this and there's like crazy like barbed wire and fences and separating the two. And it's, you know, four miles in between with like huge military presence on each. Um, but just as an example of like how poorly life is in North Korea compared to South Korea, the average population in South Korea today, it's around 48 million people. And in North Korea, it's about 24 million. Damn. And they're the same size in terms of geography graphic location but i heard not biologically i heard the the north koreans are shorter because they're malnourished that's right yes it's 100 percent true is that On, true yeah, yeah they're actually smaller how yeah. you could actually see it at the border when you compare the two different uh <laughs> yeah. the uh, military people yeah the the koreans are uh, north koreans are significantly smaller because of malnutrition um so kim il-sung was the original leader of north korea and he was very close to stalin and he basically was installed to like run things uh he is actually technically Still the leader, even though he died in 1994, he declared himself eternal leader. So even in the afterlife, he's still leading the country officially. egomaniac. <laughs> right? Crackhead, man. Um, wow. And then his children are like the supreme leader. But So his son took power and then his grandson. We'll get to that in a minute. But the original guy, Kim Il-sung, eternal leader. And then it was Kim Jong-il, who died in 2011. And then Kim Jong-un, who is the current president or, you know dictator of who loves rodman yeah rodman is tight with uh kim jong-un so what's interesting so the way that that north korea works <laughs> it's wild right just like like i don't even i should have looked up why how that started to be bro if listen man i there's certain things where you have to play agnostic and i think like if kim, if kim jong-un was like hey oh man I, I love your comedy i'm like <laughs> can we get a picture yeah <laughs> Can you imagine if he flew you out there and you were like the only comedian allowed in North Korea? I don't even know if I would go, man. That would scare I would, the shit out of me, bro. I wouldn't go, dude. We're gonna I'll get to a little bit later some some people who've been arrested for like ridiculous things. Okay. Um and what happens to them. But um so basically when Kim um Kim Il sung, the first leader, like declared himself like I am the supreme ruler, bow to me. Initially, not everybody was like 
buying into it. But effectively, they just had such brutal authoritarian control that they forced everyone. These guys are revered as like gods. Like the Kim family, they've like brainwashed the population to like treat them as as if. How long? How long ago? Like it's just only since the Soviet yeah, since, uprising? Since the 1950s, so that's, dude. That's, that's around the time they did it. So this is not like an ancient thing that they no, were tapping no, no. into. Since the 50s. So I was Damn. Like, so it's like, how does this happen? So I was watching some stuff about like kind of brainwashing the masses. So Plato, oh, no. the philosopher, has so there's like a famous thing called the noble lie. And he believed that like people who are in power do this and it's necessary to control the masses that you have to like convince. This is like a more philosophical angle right? sure sure but sure sure in short of it it's just like it's called the noble lie it's to you know and who invented this plato the philosopher like the uh, greek philosopher uh-huh. but he basically was saying like the second generation starts to buy into it and by the third generation that's the truth now and just how fast it like highlighting three generations in and that's what the reality becomes wow yeah um but just a couple things about how brutal they are in North Korea. So there's anywhere from 200,000 to a million people in these uh, like permanent labor camps. You can get thrown in a labor camp for making a joke about the government, for having the wrong haircut. Of course. For pretty much anything. Um, and they have something called the three-generation rule. Have you heard of the three-generation rule? No. What's that? So if you broke the law, your father and grandfather would be thrown into the labor camps oh, with you. Oh, I have heard about this. So they go three generations in Bow, any direction. What the fuck? Yeah, they basically... So you're just hoping that your great-grandfather is also still alive. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they would probably make an exception. <laughs> like, yeah, because if, uh, if it wasn't like me, you're going to jail, bro. Yeah, if you... Uh, I would imagine they would... Uh, My great-grandfather's 120, still kicking. Let's go, bro. And basically what... It, where you, no, he's not. <laughs> No, no, I was just oh, saying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Like, For a second, I was like, wait. Yeah. Re-? And then I paused. Like, no, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Be like, hey, Unc, you got to go. Yeah, dude. Um, but the thing is, basically, what they're really doing is showing that, like, if you do anything that is against the government, you and your entire family will, will stomp out your bloodline, more or less. You know? So they don't it's fuck around. dark, bro. Yes. Um, there's also at the uh, – there's only really one city in North Korea called Pyongyang. And it's where Kim Jong-un lives and, like, the elites, the, the inner circle gets to live in the city. How easy it is to take them out. You would think, right? I mean, if they're all concentrated in this one area, how awesome is that? Thanks, guys. Are you saying, like, why don't we just, like, fly a bunch of drones over there and blow I'm them up? I'm just saying, like, that does, that's just, that's, there's, there no, there's no strategy. Well, that's why North Korea has been so crazy about getting nuclear weapons, so that it's their, like, way to, you know, do what they want. They're like, we want to all stay in this one area, but look at all these bombs we got, bruh. <laughs> Um, tourists can visit. You can go on an approved government trip. You have a chaperone with you the entire time. So you can't even leave your hotel room without a chaperone. You only go where they want you to, like, where they want to take you around. You can't go off on your own. I want to do that just for the experience, bro. Dude, there's some videos on YouTube of guys who've done it, and it's it's weird. Like, you see how it's, like, very much like a... Um, government brainwashing trip but one of the first Damn, things bro. one of the first things you will do when you land in yeah. north korea yeah. you'll enter by train from china yeah. there's almost basically no crossing you have to from kill north a south south, uh, <laughs> south korean baby but they yeah right and then they um, stamp your passport but they will take you uh to the city of pyongyang the capital city and you will pay your respects to two giant like 45 foot tall statues one of kim il-sung and one of kim jong-un so everybody has to pay their respects to the fallen former And how leaders. do you have to pay respects? You got to cry? So you, so as a tourist, I don't think you're required to cry, but... What I, do you got to do? You got to just stand there? Yeah, go and like, 
act like you're grateful to be in their the, the presence of their How statue. do you act that you're grateful? Just be like... You have to be like, yeah, this is incredible. Thank you. You're like, oh. I'll like just do the pray hands. Probably, yeah. But I will tell you... You're fat. One th- <laughs> <laughs> you're so fat. Uh, you know, Kim Jong-un's lost a little weight, but he's still kind of fat. Still fat. But he's alive. We're in Hollywood, bro. You this- fat. You fat. I'm fat. This is fat. I- I've got a dad bod I'm now, fat. For sure. In LA, I'm fat. Basically, if unless you have like bodybuilder physique, you're fat in LA. I'm fat. That's fucked up. That's why I had to leave. I don't like living here. I anymore. like being fat. You're not fat. What are you talking about? That's what I'm saying. Hollywood fat. Hollywood fat this is, is Hollywood. I'm fat for a Hollywood. Like the fucking the, the homeless people across the street are hotter than me. Some of them maybe. Yeah. You're dead. <laughs> um, but the statues aren't of Kim Jong Un. It's of his father and grandfather who were dead. They'll make a statue of him when he dies, unless we take over the country first. Let's or get something. that statue there, bro. Um, what are the other things that's uh, in North Korea that blew my mind? There's um, something called the uh, Sinchon Museum, I believe what's called. It's a museum specifically of all the horrible human atrocities that the Americans committed against the North Koreans in the Korean War. Wow. Now, in de- it's like their own little Holocaust museum. That's exactly right. The difference is um, a lot of independent uh human rights groups have investigated this and said that it's like almost all fabricated and like the specific things they're showing in the museum i'm sure so i i watched a video of it come on bro for so long we thought columbus was the good he was the shit like, <laughs> yeah. we love columbus woo and then it's just like nope um every north korean citizen is required to visit the museum they do it as like school trips and stuff and when you go in i watched a video of a guy like walking through it's pretty graphic man like there it's like you know, like in Madame Tussauds, there's like wax figures. So it's like very realistic people, like wax figures. And it's like evil, like like American soldiers, like smiling while like stabbing a woman in the neck and like bending her over like they're going to rape her. And like really horrible barbe- bar- uh, barbaric things. Yeah. And so they walk through it. And- I mean, we are that, though. Yeah, I'm not saying you saying America is. Oh, man, we are the evil empire. Yeah, about? this is coming from a marine. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a reformed stormtrooper. Well, I'm not a fan of our uh, the authority that runs our military, uh, but I'm the I'm authority a, that runs our military. It's the people we vote in, bro. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. They and, all they all sit there and just be like, "Yeah, I guess we're bombing the shit out." Well, of Well, and here. like Raytheon and Boeing and for like, sure, yeah. it's all money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But I'm just saying, I'm a little skeptical of like. I'm sure. I'm sure they 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 over exaggerated it yeah, yeah, and yeah. made it like propaganda, like propaganda. But we get propaganda too. We've been acclimated to tons of propaganda ourselves. Yeah, it's interesting now because this is the first time in my life that I feel like there's a pretty good split around like our current war propaganda with Ukraine, and people are like, like I'm on this in the camp of like I'm pretty suspicious of anything our government's telling us. Yeah, is. Yeah. Bro, it's all about the bottom line of making fucking money. Yeah. Every fucking time. Let's just say what it is. It's fucking a capitalist gangbang and it's done it's done with bombs. And this need of like we have to fight these people. It's ridiculous. None of those people threaten us, bro. And dude, this every, is com- every every fucking country we're invading, it's like it's like it's like one of us going outside and beating up a three-year-old and yeah. going, whoa, you can't fight back? Right. It's so stupid, man. This is coming from a Marine. That's what I'm saying. We yeah. are the evil empire. Just because I'm a Marine and I'm, I'll, I'll fight to protect this country doesn't mean that I'm not fucking understanding the fact that Marines are used more now to protect oil fields more than anything. Uh, Yeah, I, I've got no argument here. I'm, you're 100% on fight it. Fight me. 
But what's crazy about this museum in North Korea is that it only focuses on the Americans. Like, it doesn't talk about, like, South Korea or anything else. It's specific. Like, they're, I mean, and it's not shocking thinking about it, but, like, America is, like, their number one enemy. And they have something they do when you finish going through the museum. There's something called the Revenge Pledge. And you go, it's like a little mini amphitheater. And you, like, say this pledge. Like, I will fight the Americans. We will kill them. They are the evil. It's, like, really. Damn. Yeah, it's wild. Damn. Um, so at, back at that um, border. It'd be funny if they made you do that to get in there. <laughs> I think they did. Yeah. If you were there as an American touring around. I have to say, around. yeah, America is evil. And I'm, I, like, I mean that. I'm like, yeah, bro, I get it. Yeah. Well, he's like, I was in it. I know. Um, what's interesting, too, so at the border between North and South Korea, they have a, North Korea put up a 525-foot flagpole with this like gigantic flag. And they do things to, like, troll the South Koreans. They have giant speakers, and they blast, like, speeches telling people, like, you could defect and come to North Korea. Life is much better here. Capitalism is evil. Come for us. It's, like, really interesting how they, like, blast, like, state propaganda. And it happens uh, often. All the time. Like, so, like, it's on a repeat. So it's kind of like you're in an airport where it's yeah. just, like, if you see someone suspicious, looks like he's yeah, from the like, Middle East. Right. <laughs> Make sure you leave your bag there for him. Do you get harassed at the airport? No, and that makes me go, what the fuck, TSA? You guys ain't doing your job. <laughs> no, what are you... That Motherfucker. Maybe... Do your job, bro. Pro- Make me feel safe. Make me feel like you're fucking doing your job. I think if up until about 2006, then people were like, eh, maybe we can relax now. I don't know, man. I think everything that we put in place is all theatrics. Yeah, that that I 100% agree with like you. Like the Truman Show? Mm-hmm. We all need to start realizing we're Truman. Yeah, Mike and I were talking off mic about NPCs, non-player characters, right? Non-playable how, characters, bots. That's what we're, we've all been programmed to be. My episode I just did last night was about how John D. Rockefeller funded the modern creation of American public schools to brainwash people to become factory workers. Sure. Yeah. It's a, this is not even a myth. It's a fact. I'm from Detroit, bro. I, 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 that's probably like the where it germinated. That's probably where they put the first fucking process. I mean, talk about factory workers. That's Detroit, man. There you go, dude. That's why you got that bell. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Pledge yeah. allegiance. Show up. At, you got to get up at uh, uh, you're fucking you're like 10 years old. You got to get up at 630 so you can be ready for the bus at 7. Yep. Got your lunch with you. And you know what the biggest thing? Go they don't, to work. They don't teach be you Be a school. drone. They don't teach you entrepreneurship. They don't teach you critical That's thinking. That's why I like growing up Arab. Yeah, you had that at Growing home. up Arab in Detroit, man, uh, Arabs have this culture where they're like, oh, cool, you're a comedian. What else are you doing, bro? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, what else are you doing? Are yeah. you are you really? Cause, because because in Arab culture, man, that's one thing, that, the one thing that I love about Arab culture. That's why you always see Arab men with a lot of money very young. And people wonder why. And that's because we don't look at the world like white people. White people have this curse of when you turn 18, your parents are like, get the fuck out. Yeah. Find your own way. Figure it out. It's time for you to. I mean, my mom. You mean your mom would like to fuck for once? <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. In Arab culture, uh, if you're like 30 years old, you're not married, and you stay home with mom, all the Arab women find you a catch. You were a good kid. You're not looked at as a loser in Arab culture. So that's why guys like me would stay with mom till I was 32 and I have half a million saved up. Do you really? 
Yeah, bro. I was making good money. Like fucking do it. Like I was an engineering technician and just living at mom's house, working double time, triple time, fucking doing all that fucking just piling money, piling money, doing ecstasy, piling money, piling money, <laughs> doing ecstasy. You have, a, you have a nice whip, dude. He drove up to the studio and I was like, oh shit. Okay. Mike's yeah, got but, a good car. but I was financially, you know, it's, it's a 10 year old car. I just take yeah, good care of you it. Take good care of it. But the point is, is that that's, that's, that's one thing that I like is growing up. Uh, also being Arab, but you're right yeah. in terms of like the public, how most Americans think is is what yeah. you were saying. Dude, it's so funny, like the lessons that you learn from like your culture, because like I'm not so religious, but like my family's Jewish. And I remember at a young age, my mom like taught me about like how credit cards work. And like she would get like when like a bullshit credit card offer comes in the mail and she would sit me down and be like, look at this. See this person. They're going to tell you it's a lot of money up front, but look at the percentage you're going to owe on the interest. That's great. And no, it really helps. I don't have any debt. It's awesome. Me neither. My mom, Arlene killed it, dude. Shout out. That's that debt. Death. Debt is like the true modern day shackles. But um, it's just so funny. Like stereotypically, like the Jewish mom teaching her son about like money and interest and debt. Yeah, bro. But that helped. I don't, you know, I, I have a pretty good financial. I mean, For like someone with no formal financial background and just like what mom and dad. I'm going to say this. If you're living in America and you are struggling financially, that's your fucking fault. This is the place to be able to be free enough to make money. And I hate to say that you sound like a fucking Republican. I don't care what you want to label it. This this is a place where you could really live comfortably. You just got to put a lot of effort into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why you get immigrants that come here. They had to fucking escape bombs. And then they come here. And then in three months, they own a fruit market. There you go, dude. How did you own the fruit? And th- because they figured it out, bro, because it's easy here. Well, that would never happen in North Korea because right. the government owns everything. There's no Damn. property and ability to do entrepreneurship. Your job is decided for you by the government. Fuck. Um, there's no money that is uh, allowed except for the state money. Like, you can't bring in foreign currency. Now, here's one thing that's interesting, though. Dude, if, they are in a prison. They are li- literally in a world, like an outdoor prison. Yeah. It, now, if you're a foreigner, you have to use your foreign currency. They won't give you the money of North Korea to use for some reason. They don't want it leaving the country. But if you live in North Korea, you have to use the currency of North Korea. But they not only that, religion is basically illegal. So their version of religion is revering the the Kim family. So for Kim Jong-il, who was the father of Kim Jong-un, the story that kids are told in school, that he was born on the highest mountaintop in Korea, and when he was born, a double rainbow appeared in the sky, and then that night there was a new star in the constellations. So So he's gay. (laughs) Yeah. A double rainbow? I guess so. Hey, yeah. bro, hey, he's gay. But you know what? I'll give it to you, North Koreans, man. You guys yeah. don't care about that. Yeah. That's very that's very nice of you guys. But uh, out here, we like, ugh, how are you a leader? You're gay. It'll be interesting if we, when we have our first... Uh, when we have our first openly gay president. I'm pretty sure we've had at least one so far. Right. Statistically. Double rainbow, bro. Yeah. Um, that's hilarious. But the, the thing rainbow is, rainbow is the best part. Man. Most like, that's of what that's what came out. They they really cutened him up, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, I know, right? Most of the. <laughs> you ever see Team America? You know that movie? I love that movie. Yeah, that's so. That was Kim Jong Il. Was that? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Um, but that was such a good movie. What's crazy, dude, is like so. Most of the country lives in like abject poverty, and they're like starving. Like they're literally starving to death. It's really mm. unfortunate. But the Kim family and the elites, they party their asses off. Obviously, he mm. spends about. He's, he's dead now, but when he was alive, he was spending about $700,000 a year on Hennessy. Apparently, he loved Hennessy. It's like a funny, random fact Damn. about them. Um, 
would have all kinds of extravagant uh, meals and all kinds of stuff, whereas like most Koreans in North Korea just eat cabbage and rice. Also, in your house, if you are a Korean citizen, you are required to have a state-run radio. It can never be turned off. It has to stay on. And they will tell you different announcements from the government for the day. Anytime they want. Yes. Oh, my God, bro. If you don't have your radio on. So they on, can wake you up at night if they wanted to. They could. And if you're caught not having your radio on, you can go to a labor camp for as long as they want. Um, some other fun facts that kids are taught in school and that the public knows. About. How long does it take to walk to South Korea from there? That's what I want. Well, That's my can, first question. You like, can't you? because there's that whole militarized zone. They won't, they'll shoot you if you try to leave. Fuck. There have been, there's been a few people who've run across the border and made it. It's also full of landmines, so it's not like safe, you know. Um, but real, that's left over from the Korean War. But some, some facts that kids are taught in school about their um, former leader, Kim Jong-il. Uh, apparently, according to state media, he was walking when he was three weeks old, and he was talking when he was eight weeks old. I've heard this. Uh, uh, yeah. Damn. He, he played golf one time. And had a uh, 11 holes in one in one game. He also apparently has written 1,500 books, six full operas that are the greatest pieces of uh, opera ever done in human history. This is like officially taught to children. One t- this one more thing. My favorite part is the golf. Why out of all the things, go- do they love golf that much? They look at that as like, yeah. He also crazy. said that was the only time he ever, he played one game and it was perfect. So he retired after that from playing golf. Um, but my favorite, there's a story that apparently he was riding a horse and fell off his horse and then he had to take painkillers, but he didn't want to risk getting addicted to the painkillers. So he made everybody in his inner circle take the painkillers too. to like, so that way he wouldn't, cause he's so paranoid. He's like, I don't want to be in a state of mind where like my like subordinates could try to overthrow me. So he forced them all to take the same drug so that like they wouldn't try and stage a coup while he was recovering on painkillers. You know, if I was one of those guards. And that's this guy who's running the country goes, hey, man, you're taking this aspirin, too, yeah. because I'm afraid aspirin makes people weak. And then you're going to be. Right. I need you to do this. I would just shoot him. <laughs> I'll just shoot him. Right. This guy's a fucking idiot. His kid would, would for sure come after you and kill you. Doesn't man. matter. I'll shoot myself after that. It was worth it. Yeah. Um, so here's a really crazy story. And this highlights of like how nuts this regime is. OK, so while Kim Il's son was the uh, leader, his son, Kim Jong Il was in charge of state media, and he was really into films. Now, So he's Trump. He basically is Trump, yeah. yeah. Um, foreign films are completely banned in uh, Korea, in, in North Korea. Like, no one can watch them, except the elites, of course. He loved James Bond. He loved Rambo. He was super into American cinema. Now, they have state movies that they make, but they were garbage, and he could tell they weren't... He was comparing them to, like, Western cinema. He's like, these, these are not good movies. I need to do something, bring in some new, you know, outside talent to make this work. So there was a woman, um, I, I hope I say her name correctly, Choi Yun-hee, I believe was her name. She was like the Marilyn Monroe of South Korea. I mean, superstar. So long story short, her career was really big, kind of like fading out. She wasn't quite a superstar anymore. She's famous, but, you know. Sure. She wasn't booking a ton. Sure. Um, Kim Jong-il sent some secret agents to Hong Kong to pretend to be movie producers. They contacted this woman and said, hey, we want to build up a new film studio here in Hong Kong. We want you to start a bunch of movies. Let's have some meetings and we can talk about it. So she flies to Hong Kong to meet these guys. They drug her, kidnap her, throw her in a shipping container and smuggle her back to North Korea. This is 100% true. This is all real. 
and basically put her in like a. Did like, she agree to do it or no? No, she, she was like, I don't want to do it. No, she was kidnapped, and they were like, you're doing it. Yeah, she thought she was meeting producers in Hong Kong from South Korea and China to make movies and then they kidnapped her and drugged her, smuggled her into North Korea and then they basically forced her to go on television and say, I am here voluntarily. I can't wait to be part of the North Korean movie industry. And okay. did, they, did she do that? So then what happens is her husband, Bro. who was named Shin uh, Sang-ok, I believe, I, I, uh, or maybe, I apologize about the names, but her husband, he was a pretty big director. Now, he was like, something's wrong. She's missing. I'm going to go look for her. And they had people following the husband. So then they drugged and kidnapped him, and they brought him to Korea, too. So then, like... Now you're directing it. Yeah, dude. Imagine if it was like, you know... Um, Alfred Hitchcock and Marilyn what Monroe were kidnapped. Fuck? These were like very successful people in the movie industry in South Korea. And they held them prisoner and made them make a bunch of films for the the government. Uh, one of their biggest films was called they're actually their last So then so then so then they would release a film and everyone knew all oh, y'all been kidnapped. But they forced them to go on TV and say they were there voluntarily. And they did it. Yeah, cuz they didn't want to get dude, they would torture them. Like they had to do it. They didn't have a choice. <sighs> Right, so then people knew they were kidnapped, but the North Koreans were like, "They said they're here voluntarily. What are we gonna do?" You wow. know. So wow. they're in 1985. They made a movie called um, Paul Gasari. It was basically a ripoff of Godzilla. Godzilla was huge in a lot of the Asian markets, sure. so they made their own version. While they're at a film festival, because again, they would go to, around to different film festivals internationally to promote it. Because Kim Jong Il was like, "This is gonna." make North Korea respected. Why couldn't they just escape? So they did. So they had handlers with them all the time, keeping tabs on them. But there was one moment when they were in Vienna where they were able to escape. They, they got a car and got to the American embassy. Then, you know, got asylum in the United States. But it was hard. It took them a long time. How long? How long from their capture? I don't remember the exact time, but I was know. Was it like a few years? Yeah, it was multiple years. No, it was like a decade. No, wow. It was, yeah. What the oh, fuck, it must have, bro. yeah, because she was kidnapped in 1978, and then their last movie came out in 85. So, yeah. What would their handlers do if they just tried to, like, run away in the middle of, like, public in Paris or some shit? Well, apparently they did, and they got fucked up when they came back to United uh, to uh, North Korea. So they got captured and stuff. So, I would just scream, help, help. I think that's, that's crazy. Like, I just don't see how like that. I don't know. I don't know. But North Korea is actually infamous for kidnapping people. They've done a lot of kidnapping. There's yeah. been as many. There's speculated as many as 3,000 to 3,500 people, mostly like in Southeast Asia who have some sort of affiliation with something with the government that they want to do. But, yeah, they're that's what they're known for. Damn. Um, so the current leader, Kim Jong-un, um, he was actually educated in Switzerland. He grew up. In Europe, which is interesting, at least for his education. But um, he left the country uh, when he was a little kid, but then he came back to become the supreme leader. Um, when his father, Kim Jong-il, died and he took over, they had um, a long period of public mourning. And it wasn't just like, oh, the leader died. People had to be in public. You had to like, be, yeah, be, you had to hit yourself. You've heard of this, yeah. I saw videos of it. Yeah, screaming and banging on the ground because if you weren't crying hard enough, they would throw you in a yeah. labor camp and yeah. your whole family because they were like, oh, you're not loyal enough to the uh, ruling party. Can you imagine that shit? Can you imagine if like Trump died and then Ivanka and Jared were like, uh, and Don Jr. whoever like, hey, if you're not crying hard enough for dad, life in prison. That's what it's like, dude. <laughs> Wild, right? Fuck, bro. Um, I'm too high for this. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Do I oh, so here's 
Let me see where else. Man. I mean, there's stories of where they've basically been uh, like entire villages that were just executed because somebody mouthed off and said something, um, you know, disparaging about the uh, ruling party. Man, it puts the fear in people to just comply, man. Yeah. So here we go. So in 2011, it was 100 days of mourning when his father died. 100 day period where you weren't supposed to smile. You weren't supposed to talk too loudly. You had to be sad, like devastated. Um also, apparently, you know that movie, The Interview? Do you remember that with Seth Rogen and yeah. James Franco? So after that movie came out, Kim Jong-un was furious, obviously, and he got even more strict that if you rolled your eyes in front of him or anybody used sarcasm in front of him, you would get thrown into a labor camp because he didn't want any notion that he was not being respected. So it's like he capacity. learned sarcasm for the first time. Yeah, basically. Now, he wasn't... What an, the fuck? He wasn't initially going to be... The leader, uh, the leader. Yeah, it was actually his older half brother who was the oldest brother. So it wasn't him. But what happened was his older half brother did a couple things in his life that really screwed him up. One of them was sneaking out of the country to go to Disneyland, Tokyo. This is 100 percent true. Okay, and he was arrested at the airport for using a fake passport because he really wanted to go to Disneyland Um, on the Korean side. He got arrested. No, in Tokyo, they arrested him. In Tokyo, him. they arrested Because it was a fake document. Right. So when he got there, and then he got sent back to the country, and he was demoted, basically, mm. because he, like, broke the rules, embarrassed the family. I just think it's so funny that, like, he threw away becoming the next leader because he was so stoked to go to Disneyland Tokyo. Um, he should have been the leader. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's the guy that, that, had, that deserved the double rainbow analogy. There you go. Um, also, uh, there is some speculation that he was working with the CIA, and he actually was going to Japan to meet with a CIA operative. So this is the brother he killed. Yeah, the guy who killed might have been a CIA operative. And the Disneyland story was bullshit, which does sort of add up because it's like if the CIA had something on him or there was whatever, like that makes more sense to like risk it all for that versus like I want to see Mickey Mouse. You know what I mean? But it's, it's, it's just speculation. It's hard to know for sure. Uh, Kim Jong-un also killed his own uncle because, again, there was, um, you know, people were making... So he killed his brother. And his uncle. And his uncle. Yeah. Um, apparently with his uncle, he stripped his uncle naked and threw him into a pit with uh, hungry dogs that yes, ate him alive. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. And, uh, Damn. And killed his... And the whole bloodline from his uncle was shot to death with the firing squad. These guys are, like, <sighs> next level. But, you know, I, I've um, learned about, like, the ancient rulers of Rome and stuff. Same thing. You know, it's how you, like, assert power. Bro, I see it here. Yeah. Well, we, I see it here in America. We just, it's a, it's a, it's just a, it's a cuter level, but it's the, the, the control is still there. And yeah. then there's people that willfully want right, to be right. that thing. And sure. they, they police you and be like, oh, you're not this thing. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you doing this thing? Yeah. Well, so, that's what, you know, we have it in us too, man. Well, it's just, you know, canceling is killing someone in a different way. It's not as terrible obviously but like erasing them from being allowed to exist in any form of like public sure but what i'm saying is is that in in and of all those examples is the same mechanism of control yeah of course it's just that we have uh we have a a, a, you know a lower bar that we'll tolerate you know what i mean we're not going to tolerate guys that will do that and thankfully i hope it stays that way I mean, you and me both, but you know? if human history has taught us anything, you got to fight for that shit all the time. Over here in America, man, our politicians do damage. Yeah. Obama yeah. bombed everything. I know. Isn't that funny? Obama that has think- bomb in his name. 
That motherfucker was the but the yeah. king of bombing everything. Right. But it was we felt good. Of, listen, he bombed the shit out of my people in Yemen. Yeah. But at the same time, I felt so good because he was black. There you go, dude. That was nice. He was a black president. Mm. Isn't it nice? I love it when my people get blown up by a black president more than a white president. Well, you know Sorry, what? that's just how America is, man. So to me, it's like even now we look at a guy like Obama like, oh, he was so statesmanly and oh, right. the way he talks and he was the first black president. That motherfucker killed way more people than King Jung fuckface. But most P- Americans have no clue. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So talk about control. No, no, I, I agree. I with mean, you. in the future, they're going to look back at us and be like, how the fuck did you guys let something so yeah. diabolically fucking insanely disastrous as your yeah. military industry? And then you have a, 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 a you, you got your entire population to be like, ah, that's not us. Right. No, it's it. Well, it just that's goes, not us. It just goes to show you how easy it is to control masses. That's what I'm and saying. that's why when it's like, oh, well, we're, we're just doing it in a more comfortable way. Yeah. You know, we're controlled in a way where we feel like we're in control. Mm-hmm. You get just- at least they know the truth in North Korea. Yeah, at least they know what's happening. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I think a lot of them are pretty brainwashed, too. Sure. But at least they see it or seeing shit. Sure. That, you know, I still think we're sheltered from the damage that we do. Yeah, I still would take this over that for, for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm so happy to be an American. Yeah. Man. Uh, just some other things that are speaking of until it all falls apart about America. Some things that they've banned because they hate America. Uh, jeans, all denim jeans are completely banned because they look at that as like a system, a symbol rather of American culture. So they're completely outlawed. Um, all music has to be approved before it can be played. <sighs> So there was one famous story where there was like a, a North Korean singer, like musician, who was doing a party, and she accidentally played a song that was um, from South Korea, and she got sent to a labor camp for three years. So um, I did mention that um, religion is totally banned, and you have to just worship the Kim family. What were they before? Christians? There, there are Christians there, also Buddhists, Confucianism was something there. There's like a mix of different... So there was a mix of different religions that were yeah. up there. Okay. And in their like constitution, they don't call it that, but their government document basically, officially, freedom of religion is protected, but it's bullshit. In yeah. fact, in 2013, there was one instance, <clears throat> excuse me, one instance where um, a bunch of Christians were caught with Bibles. So they took 80 of them, put them in a public stadium, and uh, shot them to death in front of a crowd to make an example out of them. Um. Also, Christmas is banned, and it's been replaced with worshiping Kim Jong-un's grandmother. So that's the holiday they celebrate instead of Christmas, is they just shout out to his grandmother. Man, if this is not a great modern example of of how easy it is to create a religion and brainwashing, (laughs) this is the best example. Um, In 2015, there was a defense minister that dozed off during a meeting with Kim Jong-un, so he shot him with an anti-aircraft gun. And that's spectacular. <laughs> I think he just wanted to show. I mean, that's spectacular. Google go on YouTube, type in anti-aircraft gun. And get, I mean, if you got to go out, you know, at least it's quick. Oh, you're not going to feel that shit. I would. I would. I'm, that's better than getting thrown to the dogs. Yeah, for sure. Bro, the dogs, you're fucking getting you're getting eight asshole first. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Uh, in 2020. Um, oh, also, I forgot to mention that in everyone's house, you're required to have a framed photo of the original leader, the eternal leader, Dick. Kim Il-sung. And um, you have to keep it clean at all times. If the inspectors come by and see that there's like a fingerprint smudge on it, you can get thrown into a labor camp. And there was one famous story in 2020. <laughs> there was a what? woman who had a house fire 
and she rescued her children from the house fire but didn't grab the picture in time and it burned up in the fire and she was sentenced to life in a prison camp for that. And three generations of her family yes. too probably. Most likely, yeah. Um, also, voting is required. There's It's every five years. Talk about only- hating your family members, man. If you got like <laughs> dumb family members, you just have to kill them. Yeah, there you go, right? You have to kill them. Oh, I don't know what happened to them. Um, Voting is required by law every five years. There's only one person on the ballot, but they make you—they make everybody do it to be like, look how popular we are. So it's like psychological ways they can like put these things. They force you to you know vote for the candidate. Um, the internet, there's only 55. Over here, you get shamed for not voting right. a certain yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're just gonna vote third party, so I guess you voted for Trump. It's like, no, I didn't. I voted for the guy Dude, in the third party. I you fucking hate idiot. when people say that. That's shit. gaslighting. It's so stupid. I, I, even- I, I have friends of mine that do that. I say, take that back. Otherwise, we're not friends anymore because friends don't gaslight each or other. When, don't fucking or, gaslight me politically, you piece of shit. Or when someone's fucking like. stormtrooper. Yeah, or when someone's like, you know that's a waste of a vote, right? Or you know you're throwing your vote away. It's like, you know what throwing your vote away is? Voting for something that you fundamentally morally don't believe yeah. in. Yeah. You know I had a black friend call me up in the middle of the thing and yeah. tried. He echoed the same drone shit that oh, oh, Michelle Obama did. Michelle Obama released this video yep. and was like, think of my people. Right, right, right. Think of the hardships of my people. Black people is what she means when you cast that vote. Basically saying that a vote for Democrats is a vote for black people. And anybody who pays attention knows Democrats are not for black people. Well, Democrats- they're, they're all about getting votes from black people, but they're not for fucking black people. And for her to fucking say that shit really pissed me off that my friend called me because he knew I wasn't going to vote for Biden. And he was just like, tried to convince me over the phone, yeah. right? And he tells me, how are you not going to vote Democrat? Don't you care about my people? And you know how I trumped them? What'd you, what'd you do? I was like, every time you vote for someone, they're blowing up my people. There you go, dude. Don't you care about my people? Yeah, interesting. And that ended the fucking conversation. He, what, he didn't say anything in response? Well, what's he going to say? What? What's he going to say? But did he say, what words? He's like, oh, you're right, you're right, okay. you're right. So he acknowledged it at least. Well, he acknowledged it in, 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 the, in the essence of, yeah, I can see why you wouldn't vote that way. Right, right, right. I'm still going to vote that way. I'm going to guilt sure. you into thinking about slavery. Yeah. Okay. To vote Democrat. And then you're going to be like, you don't care about my people. I'm like, bitch, you voted for Obama twice and he bombed more Yemenis than any other fucking president. 100, so go fuck yourself. 100%. Go fuck yourself with that gaslighting. Shove it up your fucking ass. Anybody that does that, go to fucking betterhelp.com. <laughs> Use fucking code word Joe Rogan to get 10% off your subscription. Yeah. Don't do that. Um, but 100% with the Obama... Fucking th- pieces of shit. With the Obama thing. The only thing I I'll, hate fake-ass people. The only bro. thing I'll say in response, though... People, they don't fucking know. They fucking say shit just to be like, look at what a good person I am. Black Lives Matter, Ukraine. Of course. No, of course. But I, I'm not taking away from that, but keep in mind also his opponent was John McCain, who would have done all of that maybe even more. I'm not down... No, not, this was the most recent. Oh, okay. This is Biden and... Uh, and uh, Trump. Or, or Trump, you know. I, I agree with everything you're saying. I just think, like, also the other side is... There's no, there's no good answers here. There's no good yeah, answers. Yeah. No, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, what, what I'm talking about here is I'm talking about people that are brainwashed. Yeah. So yeah. I have a friend of mine that was brainwashed by Michelle Obama to say this drone thing to be like, you should yeah, vote Democrat course. if you care about my people. And of it's like, course, bitch, you've been voting my people to their deaths for decades and I still have to be friends with you. It's interesting how little people stop and think about that in this country, you know? That's what I'm saying. That's why you're talking about this, like, whole North Korea being brainwashed. I'm drawing parallels with the shit that's happening here, bro. Well, there's a couple key differences I'll mention. One thing that's totally banned 
uh, are contraceptives and birth control. Because um, no one wants to make a kid out there, probably. Yeah, they're so hyper-focused. <laughs> are they forced to have children? Uh, pretty much. And actually, when birth happens, the men are not allowed in the room. It's only the mother by herself. And the government will many times take the baby for a while and like keep it in there, like away from the parents, and then decide when you get your kid back. So they indoctrinate the kids as soon as they come out the mm-hmm. womb. They don't. Um, they don't. They don't look at children. They look at the children as the property of the state. It's not the parents. I mean, it's really yeah, crazy. Also, you know, like right now in America and in most of the world, it's the year twenty twenty two. When this podcast comes out, it's probably 2023. But when we're recording this, it's 22. Um, they believe their calendar starts from April 15th, 1912. That's when Kim Il-sung was born, their eternal leader. So that's how their calendar works. So everything prior to that is basically irrelevant. Wow. And the highest crime you can commit in North Korea is disparaging the leader, pretty much. Um, <sighs> in any way. Yeah. So don't go there. Uh, yeah, it's not a great place. I watched the video of whoever went there. Um, a couple more things I'll tell you, and then some a couple crazy uh, stories of things people have done there. You have any more of these? No, I ran out, but they're good, right? They're good. Um, yeah, malice. If you want to try it, great THC cider drink. Uh, there's 18 approved haircuts uh, for men <laughs> and 15 for women. You can never have hair longer than two inches. You can't change the color. Wait, the women can't have long hair? No, men can't. Oh. Men can't. Uh, thank you for clarifying. Um, and no one can have the same hairstyle as Kim Jong-un. It's completely forbidden. Whoa. Yeah. I thought his hairstyle was going to be the top approved it's, it, one. It's forbidden. No one else wow. is allowed to have it. And of the, course. And they, that makes sense now. And they tell men they can't have long hair because they say it takes away the nutrients from your body. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah. So, uh, like I mentioned, the government owns all the land, all the property. Um, and uh, they also, like, they put out all kinds of state media. There's only three television channels that exist. They also frequently release comic books. But in the comic books, it's always that, like, people from the West and who uh, believe in, like, capitalism are evil. And they're, like, tricksters. And everything about, like, earning money through capitalism is, like, nefarious and wrong. And, you know. Um, okay. So. Which is sometimes true. Yeah, for sure. Here's something. And also, a lot of this stuff that we know about them. It comes from people who've defected, who've made it out. Sure. You're, you're not allowed to leave. You, you it's kind of like out. that, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the way the Japanese used to get the Japanese people to want to bomb America was sure. they, they, I guess they told them like, look at these cartoon characters. This mm-hmm. is what Americans are like. They're not right. even real humans. This is what they look like. I mean, we do that shit here too, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just, that's how governments control their masses sure. into fighting. Um, but defectors have revealed that, so the um, government in North Korea is obsessed with having like, a, you know, trying to build this like superior race, like these things tend to go. So babies born with defects are just killed immediately. And um, men who end up having dwarvism, they're castrated and they are forced to live in like isolated communities because they don't want them procreating. Nuts, right? Yeah, it's fucked up. Fuck, bro. Now, there's actually, just kill them. Damn. Believe it or not, there's a number of Americans. That's like torture. Well, it's worse. Here, you're a man, no dick, no balls, yeah, no fun. Um, Believe it or not, there's actually been Americans, soldiers. I bet you those guys are inventing shit though, with no dick and balls. Yeah, those are the motherfuckers. This is this is how North Korea gets their independence. (laughs) It's those motherfuckers that became eunuchs, pissed off, and now they got no 
no need to actually waste time picking up chicks. They're probably building the next fucking thing that's going to take them out. I think, I think you're right, That's dude. a movie, bro. That's a move. Dude, I want to see the movie when they kidnapped that actress from South Korea and then how she escaped. I'm surprised there's not a movie about that. I yet. know, right? That's That definitely needs to be made. But listen to this. These I got two Anyways, more. Anyways, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You're, this is great. I, I, the more you throw in, it's, that's what makes it fun. Okay. Um, but this, I think you'll have an opinion on. This is nuts. Okay. All right, guys, before we wrap up this episode, I want to take a second and thank our friends over at Stash Monkey. If you've got a stash you're looking to store safely and responsibly, Stash Monkey's got you covered. Stash Monkey is a combination locking smell-proof stash box that you can use to store cannabis, prescriptions, or really just about anything you want to store safely. The owner's a friend of mine, and he invented Stash Monkey because, just like me, he's a dad who enjoys cannabis and wants to store his stash safely and responsibly. I own one myself, and it's a great product. It comes with a built-in rolling tray and a removable silicone organizer you can use for things like vape pens and cartridges. Stash Monkey's a big supporter of all of our podcasts on the Skewed Orbit Network, and if you want to order one, head over to stashmonkeystore.com slash skewed. Again, that's stashmonkeystore.com slash skewed, spelled S-K-E-W-E-D. You'll save 5% on your order, and it really helps out the show. So after the Korean War, there were four American soldiers that defected to North Korea. Uh, one of the guys... American soldiers. Yes. That... that- Decided they liked it on that side. Correct. So <laughs> um, it seems weird, right? <laughs> that, yeah. Well, I mean, I yeah, I guess there's a place for everyone. So that's okay. So I was thinking the same thing. I was like, <laughs> what? What could make someone want to do that? So this. I hate women. So this. Okay. This so is a good place to hate women. This one in particular. This guy's name was James Joseph Dresnock. Um, There's he, the problem right there, bro. He was a soldier That's in the a Korean War. Park name right there. Well, it turns out he found out that his wife had left him, and he went AWOL. So, and then it turns out that he was like, fuck, and he just basically ran through that minefield and made it into North Korea. He wasn't planning on going there? I think it was an impulsive decision at the time. You mean to tell me he was just like, man, fuck this bitch, and fuck the goddamn army, and fuck these Koreans. What's hell on the other side? Oh, shit. Worst Koreans. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But here's... here's <laughs> Here's what's crazy, though, dude, is once he got into North Korea and was settled in, he became a national celebrity because he played the American white guy in all their movies and TV shows. So he was like a superstar in like state media. And he loved it. Yeah. He stayed there his whole life. And he told his kids, his kids revealed said after he passed away, his message to them was be loyal to the Kim family. They will take care of you. Isn't that nuts? If you're white. I guess, apparently. Damn, bro. But it's like, that's how wild it is. That like, That's crazy. So like he went there. And I think I remember hearing this. Like, he became a celebrity. Yeah. Was he like allowed to fuck Korean women? I guess. He had children, so he must have. He had Korean, half Korean children? He didn't bring them with him, so he must have, yeah. I'm asking. I don't know, bro. I'm, oh, sorry. I'm saying I, I didn't look up it specifically for a fact. I'm thinking out loud right now. He defected there without kids. He lived there his whole life, and he had children. And he so, became like a movie star. Yeah, so he must have married a Korean woman and had kids with her. And he probably was, like, completely above the fray of all the bullshit yep. that Koreans have to deal with. Yep. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. That guy's a piece of shit, obviously. Like, how <laughs> how could you be that and then see how those people are treated and be okay with it? Yeah. 
It's just, it's just like when I hear these stories, like that's so wild. That's why his woman broke up with him. Here we are thinking that <laughs> she's the bitch. No, she was the smart one. Yeah. Um, she got out quick. She, she knew. Here's another story. So in 2016, a 21-year-old college student named, I think it was Otto Wombinger, Wombunger, whatever. I don't know how to say his last name. I'm sorry. But it doesn't matter. College student. He went there on a, like a government-run tour, and he thought it'd be fun to try and sneak a poster out of the country. So there was like a government poster in his hotel. He stole it. He was sentenced to 15 years in prison in North Korea. For putting up a poster. For stealing a poster. Damn. Now, he didn't do the 15 years. After 17 months, he was sent back to the United States, and he died a few days later because of how poorly he was treated between getting beaten and malnourished and everything Damn, else. Damn, yeah. bro. And one last thing. So, Damn, they fucked him up like that? There's a huge black market. In North Korea for everything. You can't get anything imported in unless you're like one of the elites, right? People find ways, but it's very, very difficult. And dangerous. And super dangerous. Because so you get caught, man. What was incredibly popular was that show Squid Game. So people in North Korea had like heard rumors. So like somehow people kind of knew of it. So a guy smuggled in a hard drive with the show Squid Game on it. And there was a group of um, like kids who watched it, like teenagers or young people. So they were caught, obviously. The, the smuggler was killed by firing squad. The guy who bought the hard drive was sentenced to life in prison. And his group of friends each got five years in the labor camp. And uh, three generations also. That one, not necessarily. I don't think so. That's not always the rule. That's okay. if you like disrespect the family or something. Oh. But that's North Korea, dude. What do you think? <sighs> Um, You're speechless. That's scary, bro. Yeah. That's really, really scary, you know? And what's scary is how I'm like, you know, it's like, it's just, it's, it's, we look at it like it's just Korea, but that could happen anywhere, man. Well, it's a good reminder. I mean, look what happened to Iran. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you go back and find pictures right back in like the 50s, the, yeah. it was like super modern. Women had their hair down. Yep. They were dressing in the shortest of mini skirts, walking around. Men were okay with women doing this. Yep. And then within just uh, one war mm -hmm. and one little the switch. Shot fell and then, yeah. And next thing you know, bam, everyone's covered up. That could happen anywhere, bro. Yeah. Good, the, for yeah. us to think that we are, there's no way that that could affect us here no, is, I think, the wrong way of thinking. I think a lot of, like, my natural thinking is to think yeah. of that and go, huh, thank God we don't live there. Yeah. But what I see is, like, that's fucking scary. That could happen here. You're right, dude. It's good to remember. Um, but before we wrap up, just remind everybody where they can find you, support you, all that good stuff. MikeFromDetroit.com, best way to find me. All my social media links are up there. Even my podcast is on there. PublicYemeni.com is my podcast. It'll take you to that part of MikeFromDetroit.com. I go live. I try to go live every Wednesday. PublicYemeni.com at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. And then you can get the audio on all your, um, wherever you get your audio from. And uh, find me. I'm Mike from Detroit on everything. Best way to find me is on my website, though. Dude. I love it. Thanks again for coming out, man. It's Thank you. Great. That was fun. Yeah, dude. Thank you. And uh, guys, yeah, I've been your host, Alex Gatlin. We will see you next time.